Welcome to the Pure Desire Podcast, helping you take back your life from unwanted sexual behavior and betrayal trauma. What is up? I am your host, Trevor Windsor, and you're listening to episode 260 of the Pure Desire Podcast. It's our five-year podiversary. I honestly, our, <laughs> our our podcast will be in kindergarten this fall. My coffee's over here. Will you keep <laughs> your sparkles to yourself? Thanks. Uh, here joining me, as always, you guys know him. It's my co-host, Nick Stumbo. Roll out the barrel. <laughs> we'll have a barrel of fun. Everybody now, roll <sighs> out the barrel. Anybody? We've got those blues on the run. I honestly, I've never heard. That's a song? That is a song. <laughs> okay. And uh, Trevor, I have to say, I'm a little chagrined that uh, that did not land home with you because... Thanks uh, for slipping that word in, by the way. Yes. We, we love it that is, word. It is actually a song that is sung at the stadium of your favorite football team at every home game. I uh, see. So okay. the fact that you don't even right. know it, I'm a little, yeah. you know, questioning yeah. some of your, right. your Packer fandom. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, truth be told, I was with a group of guys last week and it came up and they're like, well, I wonder if Trevor would know. And I said, well, I'll sing it and we'll find out. And mm, well, so we are giving you a hard time that you haven't actually been to a game I, of your yeah. favorite team, but Lord willing, Lord willing, maybe a listener today will be like, Trevor, I'm getting you to a Packers game. And if they did, then you will thank Help me. me. For giving Help you me. a hard time about yes. the, the stadium song. And they actually sing it at all Packer home games, okay. Brewer home games, uh, and I think Milwaukee Bucks okay. home games. Because so it's called games. the Beer it. Barrel Polka. <laughs> and if you're from Wisconsin, I guess that's like right up there with the national yeah. anthem. Okay. Well, uh, so yes. So it is, it's very clear that my fandom is limited. And honestly, I'll just say it's limited because I live in Oregon and the Packers are not in Oregon. Uh, and yes, I know where the Packers play. Um, no, I am not one of the people who has, you know, bought ownership in the team, whatever. That's not why we're here today, people. Um, and so just leave me alone. Uh, (laughs) Nick, we, um, and I said this to you earlier today, like this five years is a big deal. And it's been, for me, it's my favorite part of, of what I get to do for my job. Um, I love my job, but this is like my favorite part. And it's been really cool that you and I have gotten to do this for five years. And so, as you can see by all the decorations uh, and the, the sparkles, if yeah. you will, that we are celebrating the fact that we've been doing this for as long as we have. Yeah. I mean, it, in truth, it's, it's gone by fast. You know, you asked me, does it feel like it's been five years? And I'm like, well, no, it, nothing seems like it's been five years <laughs> lately. But uh, yeah, I, I just think we've had a lot of fun. We've rolled out the barrel for five years mm. to help people understand sexual addiction better, what betrayal uh, recovery looks like, mm-hmm. having conversations people don't always get to have. And yeah. I think when you're doing what you enjoy and people are feeling helped by it, because we've heard so much of that kind of feedback, uh, it does go by fast. It's yeah. not a chore. It's a job that we love getting to do. And yep. just grateful to be with all of you to celebrate five years. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a little bit of Inside into what we talked about when we started, how old were you when we started? I said I was 39. 39. Yeah, and I was still in my 30s. I was 29. So we, I was still in my 20s. So we're both kind of grieving, maybe a little bit some of the things we lost, but, but we're really wiser. enjoying <laughs> we've, we've moved ahead in life. <laughs> For sure. So uh, today we're going to do a number of different things. Um, you know, we talked about this. We sent it out in an email, which by the way, if you're joining us late, the link that we had sent out wasn't working. So this is a new link. So as you jump on, uh, we're so sorry about that, but uh, and for honestly, for the listeners who are listening the day after, uh, we we live streamed this yeah, on YouTube. No different so, for them. Yeah, and or we definitely two years no from now so or ten years from just now. Just know that's what we're talking about. Um, but today we're going to look at some reviews that we've got, um, maybe some history of the podcast, really history of Pure Desire, some of the things that are coming, why we keep doing the podcast, and and really just try to have a fun time talking about our ministry, where we're going, what we've done, um, and so. Nick, is that the connection? Is the connection of your intro just that we've been rolling out? Just it's a celebration. Okay. And, you know, the, the Brewers, <laughs> if they can play it for 82 games a year, I thought it would make sense that we could sing it for one podcast in five years. It's, it's one oh, of their celebration man. songs. So 260. Uh, I've missed, I want to say I've missed like three or four, maybe. But we've done this for a while. That's a yeah. lot of episodes. Yeah, so. sure is. All right. Well, uh, as I always say every single week, uh, before we jump into the actual content of today, subscribe to the podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, 
We put up the episodes every single week so you can watch them. I know for me, I love to watch interviews. I love to see people's faces and how they interact and the um, just the dynamic of relationship. But subscribe to the podcast on all the platforms um, that we're on to run all the major platforms. And we'll get into some of the reviews today. And uh, honestly, like those reviews mean a lot to us. And uh, and you'll see why. I mean, we get some of that stuff from um, from people every single week. And so that actually helps people find the podcast. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pure Desire PDMI. We're actually on LinkedIn too, but don't judge us because we're just starting to get into that game. Um, but then Nick, we just, you know, with people coming in, watching, and as a part of celebrating this five years, we do want to push really one of our, the favorite event that we have every single year that's coming very, very soon. And that's the Pure Desire Summit. Yeah, not only our favorite event, but it is the only national event that we host. That is our event. And we really want it to be that high point um, of anyone who is in recovery, whether you're in week one or Mm -hmm. decade two, like we just want to add wind into your sails in that recovery journey. And as I was thinking about it, you know, recovery, there's so many pieces of it that a part of us wants to avoid, Mm -hmm. right? Like we want to avoid the hard work. We want to avoid facing some of the mess of our past. We want to avoid relationship difficulty. And I, I think it's human nature to come up against points. It's just like, oh, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Or could I do something easier? Yeah. Could I stop doing that? And, and what we want to encourage people with in this year's summit is that when you go all in, uh, there's really benefits. The way that God uses that in your life and shapes and transforms you. And, and so I think from a number of different angles, from men, from women, mm-hmm. from people on the recovery side, betrayal side, you're going to just hear encouragement about what is it like to to be all in on recovery and to stay all in, yep. um, whether you're a group member or group leader or just trying to encourage other people on their journey. And so I, I think uh, we're going to have a great time. We've yeah. got a great speaker lineup, and I just hope people will join us, whether, yeah. whether in person or at home. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah, and if you do want to register, we have multiple options. We have in-person here in Troutdale, Oregon at Harvest Christian Church. We have online registration. You can register online and watch from wherever you want to in the world. And then we also do have uh, host sites. So far, we have one host site, and it's Petra Church. Um, And where is Petra Church so that people can maybe check that spot out? It is in Western Pennsylvania, Lancaster County. Lancaster County. So all of this can be found, and you can register from puredesire.org slash summit22. And uh, Nick will be speaking, Ashley Jamison, Bob Vandermeer. We have Dr. Julie Slattery. We have Jay Stringer. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. September 16 and 17 of this year. So go register, summit, uh, puredesire.org slash summit 22. All right, let's, uh, let's get into it. Maybe here's a little bit of inside information for those who are watching. And now for those who are listening that we normally record that intro, what you just heard, we record that after the episode. So we've just introduced YouTube viewers to the beauty of the intro. They've (laughs) missed that. Now they feel like for 260 episodes, this is what I've been missing. Oh man, I'm so sorry. Or maybe they're glad, like, oh, I'm glad I just jumped into the episode. Yeah, that's how you feel, then, you know, it's okay. (laughs) Then you're watching the right medium. (laughs) YouTube is for you. That's right. Okay, uh, so first we just wanted to read some reviews. And this is not a way to like... um, highlight us or anything like that, but just we wanted to talk about and kind of unpack some of the things that people have said and how meaningful, um, really the conversations that we've had, the guests we've had on, um, how meaningful this podcast really is. And honestly, we'll get into the history of it too, but I I don't think I expected it to be quite like it is. Um, I didn't expect to get this kind of feedback. So let me just read the first one. Uh, The first review, uh, God has blessed me, a five-star review by Slave No More said, I can't say enough how God has used PD to infuse the gospel of Christ into my life. I was one of those who loved Jesus since I was 18, but continued to act out with porn, hurting myself and all those around me. I was dying a slow and lonely spiritual death like the Hebrew nation, love this, by the way, this Old Testament uh, language here, but like the Hebrew nation who cried to God for release from the bondage of the Egyptians, my cries were heard by my father who provided a Moses, pure desire to lead me out of slavery to pornography and into a land of milk and honey. I just got goosebumps. My wife and I both lead Pure Desire groups now and are working our way through the Connected Couple Study. Thank you, God. Thank you, Ted and Diane Roberts. And thank you, Nick, Trevor, and Justin, probably others, for providing so much encouragement through the podcast to those of us that are now working to defeat the enemy who's been squatting in the promised land. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) I like, honestly, so the listeners of the podcast, you guys know this, that um, I have a treasure file um, and... I, I keep it in my office and it's things that I print out um, just to remind me of what, like what we do and, and that it matters. Cause like 
as much as I love hanging out with you, Nick, like this isn't, that's not just why I do it. I don't just sit here to hear your great intros, which by the way, I love, of course. Um, but it is, it's something that's really cool to, um, to see that the conversations we've had, the people we've talked to, um, and really sharing our story really does mean something to people. And that's what I love is that we're able to, to share. And as we share, and as we invite people into these conversations that we're just sitting across the table, having that God's using it in people's lives. It's really, really cool. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard Pure Desire called Moses, but that's pretty cool <laughs> to think about. You know, we're we're walking into enemy territory, that's and right. and that's maybe right. not quite with the fervor or acting of of Charlton Heston, but we're saying, you know, let my people go, right. and we're we're leading people towards a promised land that we really truly believe that freedom is what God has for mm-hmm. us. Uh, but many of us have lived in slavery because we don't know any other way, and yeah. so that's pretty cool analogy and shout out to our producer, Justin. He got That's some right. love yeah. in that review. That's awesome. So go ahead, put yourself uh, on screen, do it. So people uh, can see it. There he, is, there he is, Justin. <laughs> so good. We don't normally do that, by the way. We don't normally have a camera on Justin, but he is Justin. I've <laughs> just seen the playback now on my computer. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but he, I, I, I will take, I will take this opportunity to say that our podcast would not be what it is without Justin. And he knows that, and he's probably going to get embarrassed and he's not going to put the camera on him because he's probably flush right now. But we we couldn't do it without him. And so we do love you, Justin, and love the work that you've done. So, okay, let's keep going. Reviews. All right. The next one said, fantastic podcast, a five-star review from GB Dave P. He said, from the frequently asked questions to the girls, I assume he means the women's only, mm-hmm. to the real accounts of true struggle, the podcast addresses the ugly truth of what porn can do to relationships. These guys give helpful, practical tactics that you can apply and use to fight the evils of porn and porn addiction. A must listen for true intimacy with your spouse. Mm. And I, I think that review really captured a lot of why we do the podcast yeah. to provide practical tools, relevant information, mm-hmm. and really about relationships. Yes, that it's not 100%. just, you know, get free by yourself yes. and in privacy and silence, you know, and then act like you're fine and never tell anyone recognizing the impact on so many relationships. And I know for a lot of couples, the podcast has been one of their connection points Mm -hmm. because when you're in recovery, you do tend to do his group, her group, or his counselor, her counselor, uh, his approach, her, and and those meeting points where you do something together are far and few between for some couples. But I know the podcast has been a place they both listen, they can discuss it, there's common topics. So we're really grateful to see the way that that's developed. Absolutely. And what, I mean, what a great way to say it, a, a must listen for true intimacy with your spouse. Cause that's, that's what we're hoping. And, and I mean, honestly, like we do, we share some intimate details of our story on, on here. And we do that because we know that that's how you become known by other people. You know, we know that that's when you share that and you're able to um, hear that from your spouse, that's where you, you really do experience that intimacy. So super cool. Um, okay, so let's read a negative one. Are you ready? Uh, so this says, I, I don't understand this, <laughs> actually. It says, great podcast, but two stars. Um, and They're conflicted. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, and I'm just going to read what, what was written. I, I'm not even sure I completely understand it, but only issue I have is whatever issue that is talked about is put in a box and everything associated with it is in the box. Most of the time, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking like, what's in the box? <laughs> sorry. Um, most of the time I'm not in the box, just listening. It sounds like they were just listening to the great sex rescue, uh, or the great guide, the good girl's guide to great sex episode that we did. And I've never been a part of a group that thinks that way. So I don't know if I understand the two stars, but it sounds like some of our conversations can be limited to just that one aspect or conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair in that we're doing 260 episodes here. And so some of them aren't going to relate to you. I mean, if you're not leading a group. Groups for leaders might feel like, oh, that's not for me. Right, groups for women, mm-hmm. men feel like, oh, that's not for me and yep. vice versa. Yep. But I, I think as we've found and as we've tried to encourage our listeners, even when you see a title or a topic that you think, oh, that's not for me, mm-hmm. I'm always surprised how quickly it does touch on um, broader topics and the things we're going through. And so I, I get that probably every listener has had episodes where like, yeah, you know, that yep. one wasn't, that one didn't feel like it was for me. Yep. Yep. But I think sometimes you don't feel like an episode's for you, but there's a nugget of truth or there's a way of thinking. And so even if someone felt like, you know, that was Sheila Ray Gregoire's information, you know, yeah. kind of that, that view of sex, that there should be duty sex and we should, you know, yeah. you need to meet my needs. Even if someone feels like, oh, I've never thought that way. 
I think in an episode like that, there was still thoughts of, well, how do we help change a mm -hmm. culture that might think that way yeah. or that might have used 1 Corinthians 7 in that way? How do we yeah. be part of the change? So maybe we're not in the box the podcast is addressed to, mm -hmm. but we could be part of creating the change that we hope to see in those areas. So I, again, like I said, I get it, but I just encourage yeah. everyone, keep an open mind and trust that in some of those episodes that don't feel like they're for you, God's going to really speak some truth to you that might catch you by surprise. Absolutely. And we've had, um, you know, one of our coworkers, Mike Maxwell, um, and I, I, it's, I've recently actually heard this from other people, but uh, he is the one who said it first in my world, the idea of chew the meat and spit out the bones, that we can all have something, you're smirking on your face. Is there something funny that... Sorry, okay. sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking ahead and this is live and I'm, okay. I'm reading the... The title of the next comment this is, good. is what I'm smirking <laughs> this about. This is good. So. And Mike Maxwell, you're here. Let's just do... Billy Hungate, you're here. Bill, we love you. Emily, what's up? Uh, dude, James, glad you're on here, man. Sorry, just seeing all the people who are on here with us right now. Um, but he told me that idea, Mike said that the chew the meat, spit out the bones, that idea of we can all benefit from hearing perspective from people we may not agree with. You know, like one of the episodes that we had, Paul Young. And Paul Young is a, a pretty polarizing person for a lot of people. But if you sat down and you listened to that episode, his story was incredibly powerful, how God has really renewed him and yeah. restored his family. And, you know, would you agree with everything that everyone has said, including you and me on the podcast? Yeah. Probably not. That's what, that's what I was going to say. After 260 episodes, I doubt I would agree with myself about everything. And if someone feels like, oh, yeah, I agree with everything they say, actually, you probably need to develop some more convictions yeah, because it's, it's natural us. that when we're hearing from guests totally. and others... Totally. We, we don't look for 100% agreement. Mm. We're looking for the heart of their message or what's something that we yeah. feel adds to the conversation. And Sheila Ray Gregoire is a great uh, yeah. example of that. Yeah, Every, definitely. Everything she says, is it pure desire's motive or the way we approach it? Not, not necessarily, right. but we think she's really bringing a needed paradigm shift yeah. that we want to help get out there. So yep. I think we're all listening through a filter and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so here's the title that made me smirk and I wanted to get to it. This one says, just for you, Trevor, yes. but posted on a public forum for the world to see. Yes. So it's, it's just for you to hear, but I'm going to let everybody read Perfect. it. And we're going to actually read it out loud okay. now. Uh, from Juan, he said, honestly, though, at a moment in my life when I felt lost, angry, and depressed with my addiction, I remember searching father wounds mm -hmm. and found this podcast. I will be forever grateful for that moment. That same year, my wife and I started counseling with Pure Desire, which God used to save myself and my marriage. I would argue that there is no other organization out there doing what PD does, and this podcast is a great weekly rhythm that helps me and my wife pursue healing. Thank you for all that y'all do. I mean, I feel like that involved more of us, but I'm glad he addressed it to you. So, <laughs> well, let me just... Good, I'll, good words. I'll, I'll just... This is why. This is why Juan from Texas, y'all. <laughs> it's a username. I love it. Um, I'm always telling people to leave a review every single week. And it honestly, sometimes I wonder, does it even work? Here's proof that this guy did. So that's what nice. I think. I think that the, the subject line was more just like, a, okay, I hear or you didn't finally. you write the blog, Father Wounds? On our website, or was that another staff member? I don't think so. No, I think I, think oh, I thought that was did. the connection, okay. but uh, I like I, what you said. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I love these stories where it's at the exact time that someone needed it, that they found the exact resources God intended them to find to help them to find that healing. Um, and what a cool way that they started counseling. Um, and yeah, I mean, and, and this is one of those things I think for me that I have to keep reminding myself of. And, and I mean, anybody who's in ministry, you know, you know this, that sometimes you lose sight of the fruit of what you do. Like sometimes you just, you kind of get caught up in your job. You don't, you go throughout the day and answering emails and doing your projects and things. But when I hear stories like this, it's, it's a really cool reminder that God's hand has been on this ministry and continues to be on this ministry. And I know for you and me both, we're super, super thankful to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Super encouraging. I mean, the way people find pure desire, there's a thousand entry points, but I think God uses those to yeah. lead people into their healing. And when yeah. we hear about what that connection is, it's like, wow, who knew that the Google search engine and the words father wounds would lead someone to a podcast and be a part of changing their lives. I mean, Absolutely. how awesome is that? Yeah, super cool. All right, let's, uh, here's a short one from uh, Ann Shiki. Ann Chicky? Amazing. Five stars. I'm I think great. it's Ann's Chicky. Okay. It's a Chicky. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm grateful these are here. They accompany the Unraveled group and Betrayal and Beyond group very well. It helps to hear the further explanations. That is a really cool one to hear because you and I have never been through a Betrayal and Beyond or Unravel group being men. So it, it's something that oftentimes we, we don't, I don't think we worry because we do have a lot of, you know, a lot of our coworkers, our female coworkers on and guests that are women as well, because we want to make sure that we catch everybody. But um, that's cool to hear. Like, I, that's encouraging to me that we're not completely missing the mark and that it can still be helpful, even though we've never been through those two types of groups and are both men. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we want to have a message that sexuality is a people issue, not a men's issue. Uh, and yet we do know there are some distinct needs or challenges yeah. that men can face, that women can face based on our culture, family of origin stuff. It just, mm -hmm. it hits differently for men and women. And so we do try to be aware of that. And I think sometimes you and I might not have the same perspective, but that's mm -hmm. why we've had guests. Yep. And I, I think what I've heard from a lot of women, um, you know, considering that we are both men, yeah. they get to hear some insights into the, the male recovery journey from yeah. us that they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. maybe that's what my husband was trying to explain, or that's, that's what his group is doing. So even from just that perspective side, yeah. I think we're able to help and Yep. On the flip side, what I liked about it is how they're, they're using the podcast in conjunction yes. with a healing community. Yes. And I think that's a great reminder for anyone that's listening or been a podcast fan, and this mm -hmm. is as far as you've gone with your yep. healing, and you're looking at your life going, man, I'm still really stuck, and I'm listening to that, that really good podcast, but doesn't seem to be changing my life. The yep. podcast is not meant to change no, your life. I mean, we not. hope it does, Yeah, but, but you not. really got to ask the question, yeah. who's your community? Where's that place you're able to be authentic and real and you're going through a journey of transformation? Because if, if you're not doing that, the podcast can only help so much. But yep. in conjunction with that, yep. I think we see that's where the podcast really becomes one more of those mm -hmm. you know, support structures in your recovery journey. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> next one is from a combat spec ops medic. Medic, sorry, he's saved by his grace. Five stars. Uh, this is from Nicholas. Uh, he says, very excited to listen to the rest of these podcasts. I'm living in South America right now, separated from my family and my true love, my wife. God has been at work on me and in me for many years now. You did not know that there was help out there like this. Mm. I, I assume they meant I, sorry. I truly feel this is an answer to prayer and the start of a very longed for and hope-filled new beginning. Praise you, Lord, for the help and encouragement. I love being a narrow <laughs> gator. I love that phrase. Narrow gator. That's narrow awesome. gator. Yeah, he's on the road to the narrow gate. I, I think it's so cool because a podcast has that global reach. I mean, yeah. wherever you are, you download your app or whatever platform you're using and you can get us, you know, yep. communication and, yep. and get insights. And yep. I, I love that we're helping people that are in those kind of places. And yeah, I, this, this review, you know, came in February. So I hope Nicholas continued and yeah. he's caught up and has yep. listened to all 260 episodes. Yeah. Um, because it sounds like this really met him at a place of need and, and a time when he really needed it. Yeah. And I, you know, it's something too, that I don't know if a lot of people are really aware of, but we do, um, we have people in Australia, we have people in Europe, we have people, man, just looking at it, like, um, we have people in Africa, people in Europe, like literally almost every single continent, uh, in the world, we have people who are listening to the podcast which is super cool because we're limited by language in so many ways. And so, um, you know, that's one thing that we've considered, but it's really cool. I mean, that's just something, again, I thought we'd have, you know, people in Gresham who liked it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gresham, Oregon, not people who listen all over the world, which is, which is cool and is humbling, honestly. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep going. There's another one. Uh, been broken for a long time. Now I can see a way out. Five stars um, by Smiggity Smack. Uh, Best so, username ever. So good. And I don't feel like I can say it any other way than how I just did. Uh, it says, praise God for this kind of transparency. This is literally saving men and women from brokenness. I only wish I had found it sooner. I mean, you know, I think we all wish we would have found, you know, health and healing <laughs> a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you found it is what matters, I think. Yeah. Here, here. Ditto, ditto to that. And um, glad, on the other hand, glad you found it when you did. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one says, fantastic podcast, five stars from David. He says, this is probably one of the best podcasts I've come across for dealing with sexual brokenness. I've been through and in many ways I'm still going through addiction and sexual brokenness and Pure Desire has consistently been one of the best resources I've found. Through my healing, God has allowed me to be a part of leading other men through the journey and this podcast is a recommendation I make to pretty much every guy 
struggling with sexual addiction. The balance between biblical and psychological nature of addiction is incredibly healthy and helpful. Keep up the great work, Nick and Trevor. You guys are a blessing to many. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Keep just, up the great work, it's man. It's cool. It's like, you know, and I, I think one of my favorite things is when people realize that there is a connection between their relationship with the Lord, their sexual health, and their body, their emotions, their sexual, it's all integrated. Our friend Rodney Wright talks about, you know, emotional, mental, uh, spiritual, relational. sexual, relation. like they're it's all, all spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I love that because it helps us view ourselves in an integrated way. So I, that's the thing that sticks out to me in this is just that someone can see that there's a balance between understanding the brain and the biology and the biblical nature of what's happening. Yeah. Well, and I love what he said that many others have as well, that I found this, it's helped me, and now I'm recommending yeah. it. I'm encouraging my group members to listen. And I know we've got groups that we don't you know, require this and mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've got to make sure it doesn't add to someone's burden of homework. But I know there are many groups that the, just the rhythm of the podcast is part of what they're listening to every week and yep. they're making it part of their phone calls or yep. texting each other. Yep. Did you hear this point? They're discussing it in group. And I, I think all of that just adds to the sense of community. And so mm -hmm. if, if you've not brought the podcast to your group or to your recovery community to just say, hey, here's something I listen to every yep. week. And it's a huge encouragement to yep. me and want to share the link with you guys. And hey, yeah. if you listen, let's dialogue a little bit and talk totally. about what impacted us. Yeah, I love that. Conversational starter for sure. All right, last one. This one, it says, Wowzer, five stars by BDC820. Is this a droid? <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching Star Wars with my boys. I see. Uh, I have attended two different Pure Desire Ministries events and love the books and resources they provide. I could go on and on about ways they've helped me in my personal life and my own struggles and now as being a parent of a teen. I started having a long drive to work every day and decided to start on these podcasts. As with everything PDM, I'm so impressed. I've listened to every episode in the six weeks I've started. Wow, the long commute. That's a lot of podcasts, dude. Or a long commute. Long, that's, yes, you're still. <laughs> Sorry, bud. means my heart is full when I go into work. It builds strength. Even if I ugly cry, <laughs> I forgot. This is actually, I think this is a, a, a woman, which means my heart is full when I go into work. It builds strength. Even if I ugly cried half the way to work from a single sentence that struck me hard. Definitely happened twice. <laughs> in quotations, reapply makeup. Maybe this is a guy. That's fine. God used, God's using this podcast along with the resources to help me accept the calling I've known for years God had for me. Thanks to all involved. Mm. Uh, I, um, listen, I know the benefit of an ugly cry. Like sometimes you just need to get it out. And what's cool is that God can, and this is still one of my favorite things that God can use like you and I, and this is something maybe people don't know. Like we write out the questions and prep a little bit, but like you and I don't have like a summit planning meeting about this, you know, before we get into it. A lot of it is just trying to be in the moment, be present and have mm -hmm. conversations. And what's cool is, you know, you and I don't usually have like, this is exactly what I'm going to share. It's exactly what you're going to share. It's exactly part of my story I'm going to share and vice versa. But it's really cool that uh, I know for me, this, at least this is my, more my approach that I've seen the Holy Spirit show up in some of the things that I've said off the cuff that that's what he uses in someone else's life. And I know that he's used people's words in my life that mm, way too. Yeah. And so it's it's so cool that just, again, conversations can strike a chord in somebody. And really what's happening, I'm guessing, in those moments of ugly crying on your way to work is self-discovery. Yeah. You're learning something about you, about the Lord. It's it's awesome. Yeah, well, I love the way that you know, it's starting their day. It's giving them that perspective. And I, I think that sexual addiction or betrayal trauma, all that brokenness can really lend itself to feeling like I'm alone in this. No yeah. one really understands. No one else is going yeah. through this. And I think and hope that's one of the things that comes out of the podcast is mm -hmm. people feel like I'm not alone. I'm not the only one. Yeah. There's, there's actually a whole community yeah. of people that understand what I'm going through. And even if my story is unique because it's my story, there are others that can hear it and say, I can relate. Yeah. I've, I've been where you are and here's what helped me. And I think the podcast has been that for a lot of people, even as they maybe go into yep. churches or workplaces or even homes where they don't yet feel they can safely talk about this right. or have people listen and understand. This is a place they come to and they find that engagement, connection, empathy. And, and I'm, I'm just so grateful for that. And I like, I, these mean something to us. You know what I mean? Like, and I see Bill, you commented, like you love hearing these testimonies. Like it's, it's just so cool to see that like it's, it's cool to hear that what we're doing is helpful. Um, and it's even more cool to see that like you're figuring it out. Your recovery and healing is taking place, that God is moving in your life and that we get to be, 
you know, a small part of it, again, is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's it's such a cool, cool thing. So we, this is, I'll say this, this is one of the reasons why we do the podcast is knowing that these stories are taking place. Like if we didn't think this was beneficial, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do it. It's a lot of fun, but we wouldn't do it. Um, so getting to read these, getting to hear these stories, they mean so much to us. And so again, I'm just going to hit it again. Like this <laughs> is why sharing a review is so helpful um, and letting people know that this podcast has been helpful because it may encourage someone to check it out and that may start their recovery journey. Yeah. Yeah. So keep, keep liking, commenting, sharing, passing it out That's around right. to others. That's right. Uh, let, let's now go back, Trevor, and you talked about, you know, it's been five years and we were in our 20s and 30s when we started and now we're slightly older. But to talk <laughs> a little bit about, you know, why we started the podcast, yep. um, you know, for me, I came to PD in, on full-time staff in 2016. And I remember for myself that transition from full-time pastoral ministry to pure desire, as I would tell people, you know, I'm making a job change and they're asking, where are you going? I'm like, yeah. oh, pure desire. And this is what we do, you know, from a lot of people in churches, other pastors I'd worked with, one of the comments I kept hearing is, this is just not a topic yeah. that we're, we're able to discuss. This yeah. isn't a conversation people are having. Yeah. It's not coming up in church. Uh, so I'm so glad you guys are addressing this. And I remember kind of feeling that as I started at PD, like how do we just create those conversations, yeah. conversations that people aren't having? And on the one hand, you know, how do we help churches do that? Yeah. But knowing that for some churches, that might be a very long process. How do we help the person that is ready for healing and just looking for people that are talking about it. And so that's where I felt like a, a podcast would be a great way to do that yeah. and had some of those initial ideas. Uh, the timing for the ministry wasn't right. And I'm, I'm glad for that looking back because I had the ideas and I had some initial episodes, you know, scratched out on paper. But at that point, it would have basically been like me and maybe a plug-in microphone on a laptop. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm not techie, as a lot of our listeners know. Um, I was like, I, I think I could call a local worship guy, and maybe he could yep. set us up in a studio. We yep. could record a bunch at once. Um, and it just it kind of got tabled until mm -hmm. about nine months later, 2017, mm -hmm. uh, you got hired mm -hmm. and, and helped take the podcast into that next step. So share a little bit about your journey. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember as a group leader... Um, I, I, had, I think I was talking to Rich Moore. I talked to some other staff members and was like, why don't you guys have a podcast? You know, and I think this was probably, this was probably a, a year before, um, you know, I had trying to remember the timeline a little bit, but before I came on staff for sure. Um, and I remember when I came on staff, it was one of the things, you know, because of that, I, I felt myself as a group leader, man, I, I would really benefit from the dialogue around these topics and how to better do things and get training and perspective. And then when I joined staff, I remember uh, talking to Brian Roberts, um, who was on staff for a long time. Um, and I remember saying to him, I think we should do a podcast. You know, and I had no idea about that history, right? I didn't know that you had those thoughts about it. And I was like, Brian, you and Nick should do it. And Brian's like, yeah, no, I think this <laughs> needs to be your thing. And I'm like, honestly, I just started, I'd been in recovery for a year maybe, you know, and I was like, what do I know? You know, I'm not, I'm not an expert at all in this field. Um, some people would argue I'm still not an expert in this field, which is fine. Um, I don't know why I said that, but there you go. Insecurity coming through. Um, but I, I just remember him saying, no, you're going to do this. I think this is going to be really good for you and a really good ministry for you. And I'm so thankful he said that because, you know, for me, again, this is something where not only have I um, grown in my ability to communicate and be a part of these conversations, but um, I've learned a ton on this podcast from conversations you and I have had conversations with staff, outside experts. You know, I'm thinking of episodes we've done with Sheila Ray Gregoire. You know, we had um, conversations, like we've had Enneagram conversations. We've had uh, conversations about neurochemistry. We just had Preston Sprinkle on, you know, talking about the LGBTQ stuff. Like I, for me, I learn a lot. And so mm -hmm. I feel like this podcast has also helped me develop because it's not just me pumping out information. Like I'm also taking in a lot as we go through it. And yeah. so it's been... Uh, I didn't realize that's what it was going to be, but I yeah. just knew it could be beneficial. So, yeah. well, and I think we looked around at our staff and we knew whether it was the counseling team yeah. or others on the speaking team, like Heather and Ashley, it's like, yeah. we have, we have just this wealth of knowledge and experience yes. here at Pure Desire, but unless people at that time were bringing us in for an event or attending an event, which, you know, that can be a big sacrifice of time, energy, yeah. travel, all yeah. that, they wouldn't even know really what what we were sharing, what yep. was happening. And so the podcast, I think, became that avenue 
where we could introduce people yeah. to, to Father Flanagan, that yes. people that have gone through counseling with him, it's his name's Harry, for those that don't know him. He just gets affectionately called <laughs> Go to the episode where you hear this yeah. on the table <laughs> That's the whole like episode time, four. and that was uh, yeah, Harry. You know, people on our staff that we knew and loved, but most people would never have heard from them. Yeah. We could bring them in, we could interview, we could hear their story, get yeah. their expertise. And I think that's been another benefit is people have gotten to know a lot of the staff at yes. PD and the expertise they bring. Because even if you and I don't always feel like the experts, we have experts in areas on staff. And yeah. collectively, yeah. I think that's what we've seen. That's what makes Pure Desire so strong is yeah. that it doesn't rest on any one person. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are grateful for Dr. Ted Robertson starting yes, the ministry. Absolutely. And as any ministry when it's founded, it does kind of just rely on the experience and expertise of the founder. Yep. Uh, but I'm also thankful for how Pure Desire has grown. And now we've got all these people on staff that bring something. Yep. And the podcast has just been a way to let them yep. bring what they do well. And I've, I've loved hearing from our own staff as much as from totally. the guests we bring in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to tell a quick story. Um, and this happened... Oh gosh, uh, Eric and Shelly, when you hear this, you're going to kill me because I don't remember how long ago it was. I want to say it was a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, you know, we've been doing the podcast for a while. I go to a, a fairly large church in the area. Um, and you know, we know like a pocket of people there, you know, but it's, it's a big church and we went, we never go on a Saturday, Saturday night service. We went to a Saturday night service. I never bring my kids, you know, at that point I never brought my kids into um, into the service, but we did. And we never, like, we literally never sit in the middle of the rows in the, like front and center in the middle you of always in the back. out when your parents. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that's right. But like we, we sit down and I see this couple sitting next to us and their family's there too. And they turn and they look at me and they're like, are you Trevor Windsor? And I'm like, this is so weird. <laughs> what is going on? I'm like, cause you know, like I've been on stage maybe twice, like helping with announcements or something, but you know, and they're like, no, from the podcast. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. Hi. You know, like, and they're like, oh, you must be Amy and points to my wife. My wife's like freaking out. Like who are the, you know, who are these people? They know the name of our kids. But what was super cool is the podcast, you know, created this connection with, um, with the Bowers. I'm going to call them out by name because they're awesome. Um, even if you weren't awesome, I'd call you out by name, but like we met and through that, um, I was able to like we had relationship with them. We invited them to our growth group. And now like their group of friends at our church are our group of friends. And they've talked, they've told us um, even recently just that how meaningful that was. Um, and what's cool is th the fact that we have a podcast allowed that fa to facilitate that connection. You know, that was such a cool, a cool thing. And, you know, I, I had coffee with Eric this morning. Like we meet every Tuesday with a group of guys and we read through scripture and we talk about life and pray to get like, so it's such a cool thing. And that's, for me, that's one of the reasons why I keep doing it is those yeah. connections. It's such a cool, yeah. cool thing. Yeah, that's awesome. It's created a lot of unique connections. And I, I think my favorite is when people say to me, you look a lot different than I expected. Because <laughs> then I'm always in the back of my mind, I'm like, wait, what did you, is this a good yeah. thing? A yeah, bad thing? What did right. you expect? Seriously. So for those that watch on YouTube, they never will know that. Because we've got a lot of people well, that we say, have these I only listen mugs. to you. Like, you know, and I don't, this is like an internal thing, but like, these are our mugs on a mug. You know what I mean? Like our mugs are on a mug. I feel like, you know, that's a fairly, and if you're on the pod, our faces are on the podcast artwork. Like, where are these people <laughs> listening? Anyways. Um, I just heard it last week. So there are still people that are like, oh, you look okay. different than yeah. I expected. Yeah. All right. What has anybody said? Like, you're a lot shorter than I thought yeah. you'd be. Well, I don't get that one. Okay. Because Nick's like 6'4". Um, I'm not bitter about that at all. Uh, okay, so let's go into a little bit of the history of Pure Desire and maybe um, you know reflect maybe on the last five years of the podcast. But for a lot of people maybe who don't know much about our organization and the podcast is their only connection to us, like fill people in a little bit. What what should they know about Pure Desire and its history? Yeah, so we're in Troutdale, Oregon now because Pure Desire Ministries was founded in Gresham, Oregon, mm -hmm. when Dr. Ted Roberts, who was a four-square pastor. He was at East Hill Church in Gresham. Um, he'd been there since the 80s um, and, and always had a heart for counseling men and women, you know, having that one-on-one -on -one connection to really help them grow. And, mm -hmm. and he realized in that journey that underneath the typical issues of marriage, parenting, finances that men were coming to him with, he would um, drill down and ask questions like Ted is so good at doing it. I yeah, think his spiritual yes. gift is interrogation, you know, <laughs> getting down to really what's going on. He'd find out that under the surface, all these men were dealing with sexual brokenness, whether pornography, affairs, clubs, um, you know, prostitution, just you name it. And, and he's thinking, I can't help these men grow in Christ if I don't help them 
kick their issues with pornography and yeah. sexual addiction because every one of them, in his words, he'd say they were all praying their Bible, reading it, yeah. praying, yeah. Um, confessing, like they were working, trying hard. And the only message they were getting was try harder yeah. and it wasn't working. And so he went, um, just studied the topic a lot, studied under Dr. Patrick Carnes, who is a leading secular expert on sexual addiction and recovery. Mm -hmm. And with Dr. Carnes's permission, brought a lot of those teachings from ITAP um, and put it on a biblical foundation and started creating a workbook uh, journey for men and then Diane Roberts partnering with them to do yep. similar for the betrayed spouses. Uh, and at that time, simply called for men only. Uh, for women's sexual addiction issues, there was accept no substitutes. Mm. And then for women only, um, and I forget which of the women's groups was for uh, addiction and which was for betrayal, but yeah. for the women that were there 20 years ago, they remember. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just love this imagery that, that there's a small group of men that are there to study sexual addiction and week in and week out, Dr. Ted comes with a new three hole punched chapter <laughs> and they add it to their you know three ring binders that's and they're awesome. writing the workbook as they go, which yeah, over time cool. became the Seven Pillars of Freedom workbook mm -hmm. that we now have, Betrayal and Beyond for Women, Unraveled for Women. Yep. A lot of the roots of it are still from those days. And then um, many of our listeners maybe know Dr. Ted Roberts from writing the book, Pure Desire, yeah. which came out in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, that that name kind of got crystallized with Dr. Ted at that time. And a funny story that I don't know if a lot of people know is I really think our ministry may have actually gotten its name from a book editor at Regal Publishing mm. who first published um, uh, Pure Desire because I've seen the original manuscript that Dr. Ted turned in and it was not titled Pure Desire. It was like a Christian man's guide to overcoming compulsive sexual behavior. <laughs> and I'm, it's not, like I'm not quoting it exactly, almost. but yeah, yeah. it is something like oh. that, like, wow. <laughs> and I'm just picturing this editor at Regal that's like, um, no. Yeah, um, Come up here, desire. And so that was the name of the book that was published at the time, one of the only books in Christendom for yep. helping men and women with their broken sexuality. And then it was 2007 that as a Foursquare pastor in a very successful church, mm -hmm. Dr. Ted felt like the Lord was calling him to make this a, a nonprofit ministry independent of any church. Yeah. And so in 2008, stepped out of East Hill as, again, an incredibly successful pastor that could have just ridden the high life on this you know, mega church right yeah, into retirement, church. but instead stepped out of that security and salary into the unknown of launching a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, we, we tell the joke that at the time they had, a, I think, a cassette tape of Ted preaching and a copy of the book, and they said it took, cost them $22 to put it together, <laughs> and they were going to resell it for 20 <laughs> but they were going to make up for it in volume. Uh, so Just he always jokes, loss. yeah, he always <laughs> jokes. There was not a great business plan. Um, thankfully oh. God brought other people in yeah, along the way, absolutely. like his son, Brian Roberts, yep. that really helped kind of create, um, a, a financial base for the ministry. And yeah. that's where under Brian's direction, yeah. those three ring binders actually became workbooks that could be printed and mm -hmm. resold and distributed. And so that is really what happened as little as 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. What was happening at East Hill church became something that God began doing in the world. Yeah. And, and churches having the material to use mm -hmm. in their own location and start groups. And, and many of those groups started by people that had gone through counseling with, with Ted and Diane or the team here. And over time, God is blessed and it's continued yes. to grow. And we've just, from that uh, beginning in 2008, literally grown every year. Yep. And I, I don't think that's because we're smart. I think it's because God is using it. And I think at the end of the day, it's because the Lord laid on Ted Roberts' heart a methodology that really was unique and is really effective. Yep. And so when people ask me like, well, why has Pure Desire grown to the size it is? And I'll say with that, we're large in terms of recovery ministries, but we are, we are not large at all no. in terms of what is needed in our world and the size of you know, other Christian ministries. So we're, in a lot of ways, we feel like we're still yeah. trying to figure it out, but yeah. in the recovery world, we're one of the larger ministries, if not the largest. And people yeah. say like, well, how's, how's Pure Desire gotten there? And I'm like, I, you know, the only thing I can say is it, it works yeah. and it's effective. And because people's lives have yeah. changed, yeah. they keep telling other people about it and more people keep using it. And if that's the method of growth we keep building on, then I'm, I'm confident God will continue yeah. to spread this message to other churches and other men and women that, that really need it. I think a, a, a thing that you and I have had a lot of conversation about is, um, and I think this is one of the reasons, you know, I think the pro obviously the primary reason is the Lord just using our ministry um, but Dr. Ted is a lifelong learner, and he's mm -hmm. someone who is always learning something new. He's always growing and developing. 
And I think that um, as you know, the founder of the organization, I know Diane is the same way, that uh, that invites people who are of the same mind. You know? And I think that for our organization, that's something we're continuing to push into and not necessarily getting outside of our lane. Like we're staying inside of our lane and not necessarily looking to, um, to different avenues uh, or become something different than what we already are, but to continue growing. I mean, I, I can say you and I on the podcast, I, I'll speak for myself. I have learned a ton about betrayal trauma that I didn't know before here. I've learned a ton about addiction. I've learned about new therapy styles and models. And, and um, 1980s Sunday school songs that you didn't know. <laughs> That's l- true. Learned a number of those. That, that is true. And I'm working hard to forget them. Um, no, but I, I like Pray that. for you. That is, <laughs> thank you. I need it. Um, but that's been one thing that I think sets this ministry apart is, um, is just our desire. I think just innately it's in the DNA of our organization that we just continue to grow and push. And we're not just going to say, okay, we've created enough resources to help. And now we're just going to like glide through. No, like we're, we're always moving and growing. And I think a lot of that came from our founders. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the big vision that I think God put on Ted's heart to say, um, you know, make a difference in this world of sexual addiction. Yeah. And, and that's what we're after. And so we feel like it's just a drop in the bucket, mm-hmm. but the bucket's slowly but surely getting bigger. Yeah, and, and I think we're making a bigger impact. And so we're, we're going to continue doing this. And obviously this is not like the end of the podcast. This is celebrating <laughs> the five twist. year. What if it was? Yeah. What if it was like, well, uh, yeah, so we're out. See ya. Yeah, bye. Yep. Love you so much. Uh, yeah. Curtain call. Yeah. No, that this is like, hey, we're marking this, but we're continuing forward. And yeah. so let's let's talk about that a little bit, Trevor. Like, why do we keep doing the podcast? Why keep doing this? Like, couldn't we say everything we need to say in 260 yeah. episodes? Why yeah. keep going? Well, I think that's what's so cool is that, and, and everybody learns this on the road to recovery and healing, is that um, everyone's story is different and there are mm-hmm. different aspects and dynamics to it. And there are different perspectives on all of these pieces to our story. And what I love is we can... You know, just last week, we had a starting Pure Desire Groups at Your Church episode. We've probably had that episode four times, but we've had four different conversations about it. Like, we've had conversations coming from um, a pastoral perspective, from a volunteer perspective, from a when is the best time to have groups start at your church, you know? And so I think that um, as we, and this is what's, I think, one of the reasons why we keep doing it is we get feedback or we get questions from people, and not just the FAQ episodes, but emails that come in, conversations our group teams, you know, is having, conversations uh, that we have at events. Um, we were taking that information in, processing it and be like, okay, what's another way that we can address this or have a conversation about yeah. it and explore? And I think for you and, and, and me, I think that that's, we're just that way. We like to explore. We like to have those conversations and give perspective because um, you and I, we have opinions on everything, you know, and I think that we're also learning and growing and want to share as we learn and grow ourselves. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing for me is why we keep doing it is just there's, we're, we're never going to exhaust all of the vantage points you can take on the recovery mm-hmm. and healing journey, whether it's all the different domains, parenting, your own recovery, your marriage, your relationships at work, or- The internet, smartphones. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> recovery different, tools. Different tool, exactly. So I think that that's why there's just, it's, we're swimming in, you know, the ocean and I think even after 260 episodes, like we've covered a couple miles. Yeah. Well, I mean, in some ways you think about the question like, well, haven't I heard enough sermons? And, and I'm not trying to say we replace the church or people's sermons, but the same could be said of the Bible's been the same for 2000 years. Yep. Most of you've heard all the messages on it, Yeah. but we don't close that and go, you know, I'm, I'm good to go. I've, I've heard everything yeah. I need to hear <laughs> that there's new insights. Right. There's new things God wants to teach us. Yep. There's ways we're being shaped and and so I think we're trying to be aware of, as we learn and grow, how do we just keep bringing, like yeah. you said, new angles, new approaches. Yeah. As we develop new material, it's helping people think about how to use that material. So mm-hmm. back when we started, we kind of only had the Conquer series as yeah. a lead-in. And yeah. then we added Sexual Integrity 101. And so we wanted to help churches think through how to use that. And now we've got the group leader training online. And yep. as we add resources, those get worked into the podcast of how do we use, how do we use this? How do we launch groups around yeah. this? Um, I think the the field of sexual addiction keeps growing That's and true. changing. And so bringing in new guests and people that have a perspective we haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And then as we've seen, you know, the stories of healing, I hear from a lot of people, those, oh, those are my favorite episodes. There's there's always another story to hear. And yeah. I can't ever think of a time where I've heard a story and been like, that's awesome. That's it. I never need to hear another story again. <laughs> it's like, right. there's something that when we hear a person's story, even if it components of it are like familiar, 
just like someone's salvation testimony, like you kind of know the punchline is, and then I found Christ. Yeah. But you want to hear all the, the ways around yeah. it. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Right. And I think the same is true stories of healing on the podcast. It's just cool to, to hear um, parts of our story lived out in someone else. Yeah. And then the unique ways that God met them, the things that stood out to them. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's always encouraging. So that's yeah. why we're going to keep doing it because there's so much there to, to just keep going after. Well, and you know what's funny too, dude? I think um, you and I, like, this is what's interesting about recovery is recovery is not a static one and done. Like you and I are still growing and the guests that we have on and other staff we have on, we're all still growing. And I think that that, like, again, we'll never exhaust that. Like we're not going to cross the finish line until we, we die and enter glory. Like, so as we're on this journey of growing and developing and getting healthier or unhealthier, you know, as we're going through the challenges of life, like we have a lot to share about our our experience, I think as well. And I think that that this is not something where we're just teaching, like we are sharing and in it with you as we're going through these conversations. So I think that's another unique aspect to it. Yeah. We're sharing from our story. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's do another question. Uh, so uh, the next one that we have is where are we headed with the podcast, what we're exploring? And I know you know, if I, you and I have had some conversations about, you know, the, obviously what's coming um, in the next probably couple of months. But as you've thought about this, um, what are some arenas that you think we're headed to or you want to head to with the podcast or conversations? Yeah. One, and we've mentioned some of these things already, but one of the things I would want to say is we do recognize that for many of you, you find the podcast when you are in some of the critical parts of your journey. You're in that first couple of months or that first year, you're trying to navigate couple issues, yeah. group issues. How do I do this? And so I, I really believe that will always be one of the themes that we'll keep circling back to how to use some of the tools, yep. Um, yep. what to do when you're caught or what to do when you've caught your spouse. Some of those initial things that will keep coming up. I, I just think there's value in doing fresh episodes. And yep. well, yeah, we did one three years ago. Right. But if someone's in, in kind of the midst of their healing, you don't want them always having to go back three years. It's nice to just keep that content fresh mm-hmm. and new and so I think continuing to revisit some of those vital topics. Um, and then I, I look at as, as we continue to learn and grow, we, we'll just keep bringing that in. So how, how do men or women in recovery for sexual addiction really support the journey of their betrayed spouse? Yeah. And how does that betrayed spouse navigate um, recognizing, finding my voice, stating my needs, yeah. um, moving towards my healing, but doing it in a way that supports yeah. coupleship. Yep. Uh, because I think there are podcasts out there that's kind of like, hey, you're betrayed and you're in trauma. You just get yourself better and yep. kind of forget him. And in our heart is we want to see couples restored. Yep. And so how do you navigate? Because there's a tension there. Like you, you can't do your recovery for him because he's hurt you, but yep. you do want to have a mindset of, Lord, how can you bring this back together? So just, I, I think I was saying all that to look at, there are really difficult pinch points in the journey mm-hmm. that I think we want to keep trying to have conversations about, okay, how do I navigate yep. this tension? Yep. And because many of them are, they're not problems to be solved, they're tensions to be lived with. Yep. That in recovery, there's line. tensions that don't That's just good. go away. And we want to help provide you some guidance, some clarity, some things you can hold on to and say, okay, this is hard, but I think I have perspective now that I can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all good. Uh, I think one of the things, and you and I have, um, you know, talked around this idea is, you know, our heart as a ministry is for the local church. Um, It really is to help churches um, create a path. You know, the statistic from a few years ago is that 7% of churches have a plan for recovery and healing. Um, So that means that 93% of our churches don't. And so I think for us, our heart is to try to um, understand that, dissect that, give tools to help churches do it. And one of the ideas we've talked about, and you know, I, I'll just throw it out there um, for comment. <coughs> okay, I'm sorry, take you can't. A you can't cut that. I need to take. <laughs> I'm going to take a minute. I was in the. I'll get back to what I was going to say. At, would you say every single episode? Yes or no? It's close. Okay, so about I'll give you ninety five. About ninety five percent of our episodes, Nick coughs in the middle of it like that. It, like, and it. <laughs> what's funny is it's always the same cough. Like there's no higher pitch, lower pitch. It's not a sneeze. It's a cough. Am I supposed to vary my cough? I don't know. I, I'm I just, I'm thing? just giving, they want to know. The people <laughs> want to know. Do they? Uh, <laughs> I think they want to know. Um, and right. if you didn't, then there you go. But too late. every single time and every single time we cut it out, but because you're listening to this live stream, 
You're watching it. There you go. Okay. Unless we so, cut it out of the podcast, in which case this minute will be oh, very confusing. Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. It is staying in. I want people to know. Um, <laughs> every single time. Uh, okay. I think the, one of the ideas you and I have talked about is, um, and I'm just going to put it out there just to see if anybody has any feedback. Feel free to email us, podcast at puredesire.org. Let us know. But the idea of um, doing a podcast that is a separate one, like we would still do our weekly podcast, but maybe this idea of exploring why um, moral failure keeps happening in the church, um, explore that church culture. Um, you know, and I think in a lot of ways, this podcast will continue doing that, looking at ways to identify what are the things inside church culture that make recovery and healing, uh, but puts hurdles in the way. Maybe it doesn't make it difficult, but puts hurdles in the way. And how can we as church leaders, as volunteers, as just every week churchgoers, how can we help um, address those cultural things and really start to move our churches in the direction of helping? And I, I think I would just use this opportunity to say that if you knew if 93%, yeah, that's bad. I'll start over. Like 62 to 70% of men in the church and 35, I would guess right now it's 35 to 40% of women in the church has some form of unwanted sexual behavior. If you knew that those same percentages of people in your church struggle with cocaine or alcohol, you would have programs for them. Um, but if we know those statistics are true for sexual brokenness and we don't have programs for them, like there's a gap in our ministry. And our heart is to try to equip, um, is to try to equip the church that they can do this. They can implement a recovery and healing process. They can have a program for people, a ministry for people, um, and. I think a lot of times we don't know where to start as churches yeah. and that's why we don't. But our heart is not to like, hey, let's set up pure desire at your church and just, you know, become the new thing at your church. It's how can we equip you with the tools and the resources to create ministry in your own church? And that's really, I don't think we'll ever stop talking about that because that is our heart to help the local church. Yeah. Yeah. And making it a conversation that people can have. Because yeah. I think that's feedback we've gotten from churches of like, well, we threw groups out there and we're like, hey, if you struggle with this topic, we got a group. It's Tuesday at seven, show up here in the church. <laughs> and nobody came. And so we've just decided that's not our yeah. problem here. <laughs> right. And and for us to try to educate yeah. and equip to say, no, the, the yeah. problem isn't non-existent. It's the way it was promoted. You made the, you made the hurdle too big for people to jump over. Because yeah. they had to self-select. I'm yeah. a struggler with Right. sex addiction to show up at group and mm -hmm. no one's going to show up. Mm -mm. So if we can help change the language, make churches safe places, yeah. give people avenues to start their recovery journey that we make that hurdle a little shorter, yeah. then more people will get engaged. And I really believe over time we're going to see uh, those statistics change. And that's why yeah. we're here. That's why we're in this game. And that's why, honestly, why we really commit to staying in our lane. Because yeah. we do get, I'll, I'll say this, we do get a lot of requests. So you should do podcasts on this. You should make resources on that. You yeah. should make videos on this. And Great ideas and things we say, yes, that's needed. But if we do that, we're, we're starting to divert away yep. from we think the lane, the conversations God is calling us to. And yep. so if you're one of those that's been let down by, well, I asked them to do this and it doesn't seem like they're that interested. It was probably a hard conversation for us to just say, I, I yeah. think this is going to detract from the momentum right. and we can't be all things to all people. No. Um, maybe one day we'll have space for that resource, yep. but right now we have to stay in our lane. And so that's yeah. some of what you're seeing and hearing. And uh, with, with that in mind, Trevor, let's talk about this. Our last question today, where are we headed? What's yeah. next for Pure Desire yeah. uh, for us as a ministry? Yeah, I'm going to rope in Justin on this one. Justin, I'm going to need you because one of the things that we're doing oh, is... Oh boy. <laughs> one of the things we're doing is a website build out. And I didn't prep you beforehand. You had no idea this was coming. True story. Uh, but will you just tell people a little bit about the website build out that we're working on? Sure. Uh, so Will we you face the camera. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. There he is okay. Again. And we're back. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we looked at the data from our website. Yep. Lots of people are visiting our website uh, every single day. The numbers have just been climbing and climbing. Mm -hmm. And what they're visiting our website for is the content. Uh, mm -hmm. They're going to listen to the podcast, the blog, yep. Yep. Uh, read the blog. They're, uh, but more than any of that, they're there for Sexual Integrity 101. They're there for the Seven Pillars video course uh, yep. and digital workbooks. Yep. And so what we're working on is an overhaul where we're essentially putting uh, a, a ridiculous engine into yes. uh, an already thriving system in yep. order to uh, really be able to help our content to be accessible in other countries in a better way. Yep. So internationalization, 
Uh, we'll be working on a more robust digital workbook platform so that people uh, don't have to have so many browser windows open and things right. going on just to make yeah, it's the navigation happen. is simple. Exactly. Yeah. Everything will be much more simplified uh, mm -hmm. in order to really help people to have a much better user experience, which really results in people being able to be served yeah. uh, further. So more scalability, yeah. more modular, easier to use, all yeah. those things. Yeah. Will you explain the code to people too? I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, Justin is obviously the right guy for this. That's why we have him over this project. Um, but what's cool, and you touched on it, Justin, that um, this web build out also gives us the capability to have a greater reach with translation because we have a large Spanish population that wants to use our resources, but we don't have all of our resources in Spanish. We have a team in Poland that's working on translation. We have conversations about translating into Russian. Like I think I've even seen an email about German. Like there are all these different languages um, that honestly, we don't want language to be the barrier to keep someone from healing and recovery. And again, you know, to your point, Nick, like we are Pure Desire Ministries, you know, international, um, but right now our footprint is more local, but we want to branch that out and we want to find, you know, partners and we want to find people that are going to really release healing and freedom across the world. And so I think, that's another, I think, huge thing over the next few mm -hmm. years for us is, is figuring out how to um, expand and trusting God that he will help us expand to help people because our country is not the only country that struggles. I mean, it, this is a worldwide thing. Um, and so, yeah, the website build out and the translation stuff are two big ones. Yeah. Well, and if, if we feel like that the resources in English are limited, the resources when you get into other languages are literally non-existent. Yep. And so... The, the website, the translations will help move that forward in a lot of languages, but we recognize that won't always be us. That will be finding local partners in those countries that have a burden. And so, you know, for you, our listeners would love to have you be praying with us because that's, that's an area that won't necessarily grow the ministry financially, but in terms of influence into other countries could be exponential. And yeah. so we're looking for those partners and also looking for people that have done that kind of work before, because when you start working in other countries and languages like that's that's a, a skill set that we don't necessarily have and yeah. so just looking to add to our staff in some of those areas uh, a couple other things coming you know that i'm excited about i'm i'm thrilled with what's happening with some of the resources that this fall will have the new betrayal and beyond out they'll hey really take that um a partner sensitive approach to trauma and yeah. betrayal and really help them navigate their issues without feeling like they're in any way being blamed or called mm -hmm. a co-addict or codependent mm -hmm. or and that was really, you know, when Ted and Diane started in the 90s, that was kind of the way the, the model was phrased. Yeah. And, and I, as someone who's looked into that model, not to, meant to blame the spouse, but it often came out that way. Yeah. And especially 20 years later, some of the, the approaches just, uh, we need a different approach. And the new yeah. Betrayal and Beyond will totally have that. So we're excited for that. And then we're committed to also making the unraveled for women. So women's sexuality and brokenness, um, having an addition to that come out for college-age single women, yep. just like we have Living yep. Free for college-age single men. Yep. And then, <clears throat> of course, a project that's been in the works for a while, a second workbook uh, for men's groups mm -hmm. will be after mm -hmm. that. And that's um, yep. mostly authored by Dr. Ted, so excited yep. to have more of his work out there yep. and something that groups could use after Seven Pillars of Freedom. Uh, I would also say with that, though, we're not a publishing company, so it takes us time to yeah, develop. Does, and right. I know for some of the listeners, it's like, oh, well, I heard about that a year ago or two years ago. Like, that should be out tomorrow. And like, yeah. man, you come in here and see how publishing works. There's a lot of steps <laughs> and a lot that goes into what we do. So that's right. We just would ask for your prayers as we develop those resources yep. because it, it yep. does take time. Um, I, I think a lot of what we're headed towards, though, is about creating access so yeah. that when people are ready for healing and, and to lean into that journey, they know where to turn, yeah. that they've heard of Pure Desire and they know how to access our resources. And so one of the things we're developing uh, this summer is a, a webpage just for volunteers that want to take Pure Desire back to their church yep. and gives them some tools to really do that well and to invite their pastors and their church to lean into that. And so if that's something you're interested in, stay tuned because that's coming out soon. Yep. Um, also, just having... Uh, the group leader training, that's still only, um, what, a month out yeah. for us now yep. that, that anyone anywhere in the world can learn how to run an effective, life-changing, pure desire group right. based around our history and our principles. Yep. And uh, so having that and, and figuring out how to really help churches see that if, if you will trust us to be your, your coach in this journey, we provide all the tools and you just have to open the door and start yep. taking people through the process of training them as leaders, yep. using Sexual Integrity 101, launching groups. So I, I think helping churches feel that they can trust us yeah. 
and that they don't have to do the work, but they mm -hmm. just have to create the, the right funnels in their context that then people can go through a healing journey. That's a major emphasis as well, because yeah. I, I think as we've all seen during the last couple of years with COVID, um, churches changed a lot and what churches had the capacity to do changed a lot. And we're yeah. running into that even now. And I know many people mm -hmm. in their local church, they feel like our church is just so busy or overwhelmed. They just don't have time to start something new. Yeah. But what I think a lot of pastors do have time for is a volunteer that comes and says, I, I have something I'm passionate about uh, with a group that you can trust that's reputable. And I would help lead it if you would just give the blessing. Yeah. And uh, I think that would really be appealing to a lot of churches right now that do feel uh, overwhelmed and overstressed with just trying to navigate our world. So yeah. I, I, I believe that's an area we're really going to invest in over the next year or two is how do we equip churches to, to have the groups, yeah. but not feel like they have the burden of, yeah. of managing it all. So yeah. that's a big growth area for us as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the summit is coming up in September, um, which I've got a little uh, giveaway opportunity for people. Um, our fundraising dinner, membership, group leader trip. Like there's, what's cool is even as we were just talking about all that, it's like, oh, wow, there's a lot of things that we're working on. But again, to, to what we talked about earlier, like we're just, we're never going to stop. Like we're just going to keep going. I feel like that's just so much a part of the DNA um, of Pure Desire. Um, all right. So because you're joining us live um, and, you know, listener, if you're listening to this to the day after that, totally fine. You still count. Um, we want to do a giveaway. As we continue doing this podcast, we want suggestions, we want feedback. And so if you go to puredesire.org slash podcast giveaway, I'm going to have Justin put it in the chat right now, if he can. Oh, I Pure Desire. come up on the screen, you know, <laughs> hard to do when we're live, huh? It is. Uh, <laughs> yes. You need to prepare. This is what's funny. If you're going to do something live, you can't just come up with stuff right away. You have to, oh, Justin, are you doing it right now? Oh, okay. Impressive. He's working on it. He's working on it. But uh, not a dash, not a dash in the podcast dash giveaway. It's just one word podcast giveaway, puredesire.org slash podcast giveaway. I I've been saying that a lot. Do you want to know what it's for? <laughs> if you fill one of those out, you, uh, we're going to randomly pick a winner that'll have two free tickets to in person to the summit. If you'd like to do online, you totally can. You can use that free ticket, uh, those two free tickets, but we would love to have you in person. So two free tickets. We'll pull that randomly. And, and you missed the best part. And? Two free podcast mugs. Oh yeah, it two says free so podcast right here. Mugs. Like that's you right, get two mugs right here. These podcast mugs. We'll give you a couple of those. Uh, so you know, some people may be like, "Well, you guys, it's like five. Why are you know why why not five tickets?" Well, okay, calm down. Um, two tickets to <laughs> nice <laughs> black screen. Love that. Okay, and we're back. Uh, okay, so uh, peersart.org slash podcast giveaway. And then uh, two free tickets. We'll pull a winner, two free tickets to the summit and two free podcast mugs that we will send you. Um, yeah, anything else, Nick, as we wrap this up? I mean, this is episode 260, man. man. Five years. Good job. Five years. Congrats, man. Yeah, man, you too. Doing good work. Keep it up. Thanks, you too. I, I love this and we will continue doing it. Absolutely. And as I say, every single week, wherever you're at on this journey, Pure Desire is here to help create a roadmap for your healing. If you or someone you know is impacted by sexual brokenness or betrayal, trauma you can go to puredesire.org and let's start the healing journey today don't forget to what subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because it helps people find the podcast and lastly say it with me never, never stop, stop being, being healthy. healthy all right congratulations 260 Ooh. throw it hey. thanks for joining us everybody